Welcome to the Meaning Wave show. The show of Meaning Wave. The show hosted by Akira the Don. It is done. It's silly o'clock in the morning. Just when Akira the Don's gotten out of bed, Akira the Don gets out of bed and just jumps onto the decks. Basically, well, I have a shower first. So like a two-minute shower. And then that's it. I'm in here. In here. This is the sound of a man coming to terms with his existence every day. I solidified something yesterday. You know, sometimes you have a thing. It's a thing that you know, but it floats around in your head. But something, it's until you've written it down. You know, until you've written it down, it isn't real. So I wrote it down. I wrote it down as, as a sort of a commandment. I said, don't check social media or news or that sort of thing until you're at least three hours into your day. It will have a much smaller chance of being able to affect your mood as your mental foundation for the day will be set by this point. And that's facts, Jack. That's facts. Do not roll out of bed and just pick up a phone. You don't know what crazy shit's going to fall into your head. And your head is very, how shall we say? I don't know, weak, but vulnerable. It's vulnerable, baby. It's vulnerable. But, you know, some stuff, some stuff is so messed up that uh, it could hit you real. It could hit you, like, on the, on the other end of the day. Right on the other end of the day. And just hit you. You know, and I saw something last night about an hour before I went to bed. And it just, like, ruined my whole day. Ruined my whole night. It was one of those ones that was, it was very difficult to see a good in it, but then I did, you know. But uh, it was a picture of a, of a modern school, of a class, and uh, it was some kids, and the floor was uh, gridded out into cubes, and then there were gutters between the cubes, 
And then the children were stood in a cube each, looking a bit forlorn with stupid bloody visors on their head. Uh, and that was them in school. And it was just so horrible because it was so like, you know, everyone's seen that. We've seen that in dystopian movies. We've seen that in uh, kind of dystopian sci-fi art. You know, the children denied of all individuality uh, in cubes, you know, looking exactly the same, looking a bit scared. This is your life now type thing. So this is evil. I mean, this is evil. This is child abuse, this stuff. Like, how could you do this to, to your children? But then I thought, well, you know, this is just a visual representation of what's always been going on anyway. That's all it is. And the good here is that now it's clear for anyone to see. For those that have eyes to see, it is now clear that's what this is. Maybe we can finally go okay and let go of that school system that was a, a throwover from the industrial age and was set up very specifically and deliberately to create factory workers, which we no longer need. So that was the good in that. But it did give me nightmares, brothers and sisters. So I think I need to add to that other thing. Do not look at social media or news or any of that kind of nonsense for the first three hours of the day. Allow yourself to set up your own mental foundation for the day then I would say probably a similar amount of time before you go to bed as well. Because you don't need that shit in your goddamn dreams, do you, baby? In your blessed dreams. No, you do not. One of the things that's happened in our society is that we seem to have concluded that strong men are dangerous. And that's partly because we think Western culture is a tyrannical patriarchy and the only reason you get to the top is because you misuse power. So all men who are at the top of the heart are all misusing their power and they're all tyrannical. And all the guys who have the aim and ambition to achieve that are just tyrants in training. That's sort of the basic attitude that we have towards our own culture and towards young men now. Everything about that is pathological and inexcusable and shameful. You know, I used to watch kids skateboard. I liked watching those kids. I like watching skateboarders do those crazy things. Because they're trying to become competent. They're facing danger. They don't want the damn protective gear. It's like, no. I don't want to wear a helmet. I want to expose myself to this danger. It's not that I'm stooping. And the kids are often shooed away. It's like, wait a sec. They're practicing being courageous. They're practicing mastering something in the face of danger. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding.
rebellious behavior of young men in particular, which is very frowned upon in the schools. It's like, that's toxic masculinity. You know, that horrid, horrid phrase. It's like, leave those damn kids alone. About 10 years ago in Toronto, they changed the insurance rules governing the playgrounds. My parents had raised money for these damn playgrounds. There was nothing wrong with them. They tore them all out. Two weeks before school started. But dirt and gravel. I saw the kids on top of the school. Because they needed some danger. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Go see a gymnast. Like the gymnast does a flawless routine. But class like mad. Judges say 9.9. Next person comes up and they're screwed. It's like 9.9.9. It was basically perfect. How can you do better than perfect? And then they do it. You can do better than perfect. They're on the edge. And they go out there and you know, you watch them, you feel it before. Everything they do is that much farther out into chaos than anything they've ever done. Pushing themselves to the absolute limit of their ability. Tell with every gesture, they're that close to making a mistake. They've taken this courageous step beyond their confidence and put everything on the line. When they land, they land in a way that's unlike perfect. It's perfect plus. And everybody immediately leaps to their feet. And like they get a chill. And so what you've just seen is awe-inspiring. I've seen someone courageously move past perfection into the unknown and not only ennoble themselves more, but to ennoble humanity itself. Up on your feet. It's like, yes! And then it's tens. They win the goal. Well, everyone knows what that's like. It's like a great music That's being in that place where everything lines up. It's better than perfect. It's better than perfect. It's better than perfect. That's right, baby, it's the Meaning Way Morning Show. You just heard that beautiful trifecta. Done by the children when they're skateboarding. Akira the Don and Jordan B. Peterson. Pink Floyd's The Wall. And then that Akira the Don cover of the Naruto theme. 
very epic. But yes, the point I was trying to get to there was, right, you can ruin your whole day if you uh, allow stuff to come into into it before you've set your own foundation. Laid your own foundation. You can lay that foundation yourself with uh, various means. You can set the vibes yourself. You can put on records. You can do exercise. You can do something useful. You can meditate. Uh, you can swim. I don't know. What, you can read a book. You decide. The idea is that you decide. You know? But uh, if you just pick up that phone, that just that's, that's just Pandora's box. You know what I mean? That's just a portal to the world of wrong. All sorts of horrible shit will just fly out of that and stick itself right in the middle of your face. Right in the middle of your face. You don't need that. You don't need that, baby. You need good things in your face, particularly that time of day. But then the other thing I was realizing was, you know, you do the same thing last thing at night. A, that thing will then enter your dreams. And B, it'll still be, it'll be there in the morning. So if you're looking at that Pandora's box last thing at night, you're similarly, yes, similarly, messing up the foundation of your next day. And this is what they should be teaching to school. Instead of putting people in little Satan boxes. Yo! But we don't mess with that. We don't mess with them Satan boxes here, here, uh, here with the MHZ. It's epic activities only. It's righteousness only. Good morning, everybody who's locked in. Crix 503's powerful track. We've got Fortune in the house, says thanks unto you. Twitch Hero Alex is in the house. What up, Twitch Hero Alex? Fortune says, where's the best place to buy music? Go to Bandcamp, the Kira the Dome Bandcamp. You can buy it all. It's all there. Including this.
continues for another five minutes. Dad asks about girls and my friends. I try to dodge around admitting I have no friends and no experience with girls. But he knows. But he knows. Okay, buddy. Let me know if you ever want to ride somewhere. Or you can borrow my car anytime you want. Pats me on the shoulder and leaves. I get back to Minecraft. After a few minutes, feel thirsty. No drinks in my room. Venture out to the kitchen. Hear my dad in the living room, crying. Look around the corner. He's looking through photo albums and pictures of me. Hey, Dad. He looks up, trying to hide that he was crying. I'm going out with some friends. Can I borrow the car? He smiles, the happiest smile I've seen in years. Sure thing, buddy. He gets up and hugs me, tears in his eyes. I get dressed, get in the car and leave. I drive to an empty parking lot in an industrial area. I go to sleep in the back seat. Return home the next morning. Pretend I was out with friends all night. Dad hugs me again. I've been doing this almost every weekend for months now. which is actually one of my favorite songs. One of my favorite songs, I remember making that, uh, making myself weep a little while making it, playing the piano, organizing that whole thing, and uh, it came out, came out very, very beautifully. 
And then uh, there's, a I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a really, really excellent music video for that uh, that was made by fine, some fine, uh, fine uh, students, I guess, as for like their, uh, I think it was for their student thing. Um, it's really, really, really good. If you've never seen it, go look it up on my YouTube channel. Uh, Be me play Minecraft. Might be the best, maybe the best uh, Meaning Wave music video. There aren't many, you know. There's one area that I need to uh, improve in, you know. So I need to meet some people who are really good at making videos. But yeah, the Be Me Play Minecraft video is excellent. It was directed by James Atkins. And uh, yeah, I recommend it highly. I recommend it highly, yes, I do. And uh, I if you've never heard the Be Me EP before, you should go find that on Spotify or Bandcamp or wherever you like to find your music and add that to your playlists or DJ libraries or however you do it because that's a little classic right there. And uh, speaking of little classics right there, you ca what I'm going to play you now, you can't add anywhere because it hasn't been released. But uh, it feels appropriate. So I think I will play it now. Uh New Krems had not heard that one before. There you go. You see, we got gems, baby. We got gems out there. We got gems. Oh, it's the Data Science says, is this the new album? Is it on Spotify? No, 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 no. Uh, that came out a uh, year or two ago, year and a half ago, something like that. You know? And, uh, yeah, you can find it. You can find it. Uh, in case nobody knows what the hell was going on there, by the way, I sometimes I assume people understand. What was going on there was Internet Historian who, uh, he's, well, he's a historian of the internet, isn't he? You might know him from his work on YouTube. Uh, he makes very, very excellent videos about sort of internet happenings or sort of, you know, and uh, he's very funny and very cutting and uh, very real and uh, he's very good. And it turned out he was a fan uh, of what we do over here and he'd snuck in some little screenshots of uh, JBP Wave in some of his videos. Uh, so we ended up uh, talking you know, we ended up and uh, we thought it'd be fun to you know, do some kind of musical project together. So we did a couple, actually. I kind of waved one of his videos, uh, which is the story about the AI. I think it was Microsoft's AI that just uh, turned into a Nazi. <laughs> um, <laughs> the AI chatbot that just started, uh, you know, ranting um, Nazi stuff. And I, I waved that, and then we made this. I was like, let's do something new. You know? So he read some green texts, and green texts are stories uh, from 4chan and Reddit where people anonymously post stories of things that have happened to them, purportedly, that have happened to them. And some of them are very funny, and some of them are very sad. And some of them are, uh, are very true, and some of them are true in the way that only fiction can be true. Uh, some of them, are, you know, sometimes... Uh, the truth can only be told in fiction. You know, sometimes, yeah. And uh, anyone who's ever uh, watched the news. <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyway, that's what, so that, that was a internet historian reading some green texts for me to turn into music, and that's what we did, and it came out great. And uh, maybe we'll make a sequel someday. Maybe we will. You know, the, the screaming soul of the internet for all to hear. Um, ooh, there you go. That's not going to work. Uh, anyway, how's everyone doing this morning? We didn't do the iHive 5 yet, so let's quickly do an international high 5 uh, before we play this. I forgot to do it early. One day, maybe we're, we're about to hit 100 episodes. <laughs> maybe by the time we hit 100. I'll remember to do the I high five before the show's over. Maybe. Anyway, uh, shout out to everyone logged in. Uh, let's get that camera up close. Close up camera. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Three, two, one. There you go, baby. There you go.
Welcome to the day. For my next number, I'd like to return to the classics. Jung had a patient come to him who felt alone. And she drew a picture of herself as uh, caught in the rocks. Well, I'll be damned. From the waist down, she was bound in rocks. And this was on a windy shore. The wind blowing and her hair blowing. And all the gold, which is the sign of the vitality of life, was locked in the rocks. The next picture that he had her draw had followed something he had said to her. Suddenly, a lightning flash hit the rocks and the gold came pouring out and then she found reflected on rocks round about the gold there was no more gold in the rocks it was all available on the top and in the conferences that follow those patches of gold were identified they were her friends she wasn't alone but she had locked herself in her own little room and life. But she had friends. But she had friends. Do, do you see what I'm meaning? This is killing the dragon. This is killing the dragon. I didn't do that, you say.
What up, baby? How you feeling? This is a beautiful day to be alive. Here at the peak of recorded human civilization. God bless you and your family, baby. We have discussed the web from three points of view. As an analogy of the selective operation of our senses and mind whereby certain things in the world are picked out as significant according to certain game rules. The game that we are playing mostly is the survival game. That is to say, the game ought to go on. Existence is relative, that all existence is transaction. The transaction being typically exemplified by, say, the operation of buying and selling, in which there can be no buying without somebody selling, and there can be no selling without somebody else buying. That kind of interdependence of the inside going together with the outside. What is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. It is existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. What is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. It is existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Then we explored the web as a trap. The spider's web. Won't you come into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. And we saw what would look at all of life from the point of view that it is original selfishness and original hunger. And we found that if you take that point of view to its ultimate extreme, it dissolves. And it isn't so bad after all. Shakespeare says, it is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. When it's put that way, it doesn't seem so bad after all. <laughs> what is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. It is existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. What is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. I remember that I had a Zen master friend who wrote a letter to a friend of mine which was passed on to me. This friend of mine was aspiring to be a writer and he was trying to write novels that would put across Buddhism to people. Sugar the pill. And my Zen master friend didn't approve of this at all. He said, don't write any story to people. Write it to the great sky. Because all the real masters of literature, especially novelists and storytellers, are great masters of nonsense. Think of Lewis Carroll. 
You can uh, use Lewis Carroll, and he did use Alice in Wonderland as a Zen textbook. It was brilliant in the slithy toes that gyre and gimble in the wave. That Zen. I had a discussion with a great master in Japan. We were talking about the various people who are working to translate the Zen books into English. He said, that's a waste of time. If you really understand Zen, he said, you can use any book. You could use the Bible. You could use Alice in Wonderland. You could use the dictionary. Because, he said, the sound of the rain needs no translation. The sound of the rain needs no translation. The sound of the rain banana leaf that speaks of it first. You see, that's the point. And all the talk in the world doesn't get it unless you listen to the talk in a new way. The sound of the rain needs no translation. 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 Sound of the rain needs no translation. That's one of my favorite songs, too. Be me. Play Minecraft. That was the situation where I had an idea in my head of exactly what I wanted the thing to be. Uh, internet historian had read this tragic story for me and sent me this audio and I had to compose something that fit it. And I did. That, ha that song had no samples in it. Uh, I composed that with me and, uh, and uh, a robot piano uh, and a bunch of, you know, and keyboards, all that type of thing. And it came out just how I wanted, and it made I made myself cry. And uh, then, you know, that was real breaking point, breaking through. That was a real, that was a real point. You know, you'd be doing something. I don't know. You decide I'm gonna make tables, and you decide to turn yourself into a really good table maker. And uh, you make a pretty good table pretty quickly, you know. But the the you know the table that that King Arthur would sit at, you're not gonna make that until after a decade. You know, it's, and it's, well, it's been that way with, with me and it's been that way with anyone I've ever known who's very, very serious about their stuff. There's these different levels that you get to. And certain levels just will not unlock themselves to you until you're very, 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 very deep into the endeavor. Which is interesting because it means that there's, you know, there's only a couple of things that you could do at that level because li of just of the length of life. You know, a handful of things. A handful. Maybe you could do one thing for like 15 years, another thing for 15 years, another thing for 15 years. But then I wonder too if there's different levels that you get to after you're like 40 years deep into something. 50, 60. I'm looking forward to finding out. Because I still feel very, very much uh, like I've barely scraped the surface of the potential of what it is I do. You know? And I've been doing it for 20 years. I've been doing it for 20 years. I mean, you know, you could say longer. I mean, I was I was making mixtapes when I was like seven, but I've been actively like producing my own music using computers, you know, like making songs and recording them for 20 years. And, uh, you know, I was making one yesterday and I was like, oh, finally I can do this thing. I 
Finally, this is the thing I could do. Every day I'm learning something new. Every day there's something, some new aspect will open itself up to me. You know? And I really, really, really do feel very new in it all still. You know, and I'm constantly teaching myself new stuff. So I think that's always very important uh, to be constantly learning new things. Uh, and it keeps you in that danger zone. It keeps you out there in the edge of, of potential disaster. You know, you don't quite know what you're doing. Every time I do a new project, I introduce a new uh, instrument or a new technique or a new piece of software, some new thing uh, that I'm forced to learn in a trial by a, file, trial by a fire sort of fashion. I'm forced to learn it on the job in the context of an actual project. It's not theoretical, it's real. And at any given point, it could mess up and I could mess up. And every project is that way. So every project, I'm, ne I'm never fully confident and competent. I'm, I'm very competent and confident, but not fully. There's always a potential for d absolute disaster. And I think that's very important. I think that keeps you sharp. It keeps you in a, in a place where magic can happen. You always want to be in a place where magic can happen, because what's the point otherwise? What's the point otherwise? You know, you just got to make sure that there's an element of difficulty, always, because that's where, that's where anything worthwhile occurs. Nothing worthwhile ever came without that. You have to do something difficult. Do shit that's difficult every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got these stupid barriers they put in their own head. You gotta resist those goddamn things because they don't do you any good and they certainly define the potential for your future in a negative way. It's not self-serving, and it's not even real. Uh, this idea that there's no way to get past the starting block today is just ludicrous. It's crazy, and it's just this poor thinking. And people that are trapped in bad situations, one of the problems is you feel like this is your future. You feel like you're fucked. You can't get out of that. There's no hope. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no rainbow. And if you feel like that, that alone can be incredibly defining and limiting. But if you look at yourself objectively and say, okay, I kind of am fucked here. I'm in credit card debt. I'm working in a shitty job. I don't like what I'm doing, but I have some ideas. I need to feed those fucking ideas. I need to feed them and water them. I need to set aside a certain amount of time every day to just try to make those things happen every day. To just try to make those things happen every day. To just try to make those things happen every day. You can do that. Do shit that's difficult every day, every day. Do shit that's difficult every day. You can do that. Do shit that's difficult every day, every day. Do shit that's difficult. It's very important struggle. If you look at someone who's doing really well, like very famous and successful, all you see is him now flying around by the jets, wearing a new pair of sneakers every day, driving around in Bentleys. You just see that. You don't see him being a young kid in Philadelphia going to open mic nights. There's a progression that you're not witness to. You don't see it. And that takes place in everything. It takes place in comedians and musicians. There is a starting point. And then with time and focus, and as long as you reevaluate and reassess and constantly, objectively look at what you're doing and then pursue it with passion and focus, you get better at things. There's always going to be people that are luckier than you. Some of it is luck, and some of it is courage. Some of it is putting your ass out there. Some of it is trying things. One of the things that I always like to tell people that I think you should do is do shit that's difficult. It's very important to struggle. Do shit that's difficult. Every day, every day. Do shit that's difficult. Every day. You can do that. Do shit that's difficult. Every day, every day. Do shit that's difficult. It's very important to struggle. Failure teaches you things that you don't learn from success. I think failure gives you an opportunity for self-examination and also gives you a feeling that is very uncomfortable. And that very uncomfortable feeling helps you grow. And don't look at these failures as proof that you suck. Look at them as opportunities for growth. And don't look at these failures as proof of that you suck. Look at them as opportunities to be motivated to be better.
you're tested are you testing yourself you know life will test you life's testing everybody this year uh and that's good you know that's good you got to be tested testing is necessary and uh you know if life testing you ain't testing you enough you need to introduce your own tests you know maybe you got enough tests right now but you can always put in more baby game with leo says oh i'm testing myself baby what is that a euphemism? Yeah. Joe's Bakery says every technical obstacle breaks the flow state. The more you master the tech or the theory, the more you can stay in flow, which is where the good stuff happens. That's very factual. That's very right. That's correct, baby. Uh, you know, you got to get all friction out of the way. Reduce friction wherever you find it. Yeah. Like, I have my studio set up now in such a fashion that, like, everything I need is in the perfect reaching distance. So, like, I don't even have to, like, lean too much. If, like, I think of a thing, I can do it. I've got my desk set up around me in a fashion that I can... Spin that way and do one thing. Spin that way and do another thing. So on and so forth. You know, I spent a huge amount of time organizing all my libraries, all my instruments, all my things of that nature. So everything's just there and ready when I need it. And it's very, very easily uh, findable. I can think a thing. I think clarinet. I can get a clarinet. You know? I think pum pum noise. I know where that pum pum noise is. I've got ways of finding those pum pum noises, you know? Reduce friction wherever it is. That applies to all of a life. Uh. Maybe one thing you could do today is have a think about areas in your life where there is friction. Friction being something that gets between you and what it is you're trying to do, you know? And how you could reduce that friction. Maybe you need to learn something properly. Maybe there's something you've been doing that you've been kind of just like making, you know, half-assing it and you never, but you never read the instructions or you never watched a YouTube video telling you how to do it. So you never actually quite worked out how to do it properly. You know, maybe, the, maybe you could learn it properly. It would take you five minutes and then that'd be you for the rest of your life. Boom. Maybe there's something in the way that your house is organized, which is causing unnecessary friction. Wherever it is, baby, maybe one of the things you could do today that would be useful would be to just have a little think about your life and where there might be some friction in it and how you could reduce that friction. Get, your, get just a little more in flow, baby, in your whole life. The, in the, uh, you know, the blessed, the blessed eternal moment that is your life. It could be a state of bliss and flow forever and ever and eternity. Could be. Could be. The only reason is that it isn't is that there's stuff in the way and most of what is in the way is you. I have found that to be true in my own life. Whenever there's something in the way, ooh, 
really dig right down to the root of the thing, the thing in the way is you. It's you. You put it there, you were it, whatever it is. And you'll be holding on, you'll be, eh, it's this other thing, I don't have, it's that thing, that's not my fault, blah, blah, blah. But if you really dig down deep, 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 I have found this in my life. And I still do it. I still find places where I'm doing it very regularly. That's that dead wood. Gotta keep hacking away at that mofo. A little bit better every day, baby. A little bit better every day. Playful. Yeah. Arranging the patterns of life. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everyone who's supporting. Thank you, Walking Mole Poet. Thank you, Blackrock Beaton. Beacon. Thank you, Jacob Chaka. Thank you, EOD Wolves, Cypherpunk. The Miller Time, Tottenham HS. Everyone who's been here, everyone who is here, everyone who gets up early and gets after it, everyone who contributes their energy to this place. Everyone who makes the world a little bit of a better place by not being a dick. Not being a dick on a, on a regular or semi-regular basis. You're the real MVP. You know, it's so easy to laugh, it's so easy to hate. It takes guts to be gentle and kind. Morrissey said that and he would know. I'm going to go make some records now. We'll be back at 7 p.m. CT. CT on the YouTube. Central time. We'll be back. Uh, Meaning Wave Radio 24-7 is on YouTube for you all day if you need somewhere to hang out and listen to Meaning Wave. Maybe you want to listen to something else, but you like the chat room. You know, you can just put it on mute and hang out in the chat. Maybe you don't like chat. You can just put the music on and ignore the fact that there's chat. I don't know, baby. It's up to you. Anyway, thank you for being here. If you want to support the way, if you know what to do, you can become a member of the Patreon. You can go to Bandcamp and download music. If you want to download music, that's probably the best place for that. If you want fly garments, epic merch, go to meaningwave.com. You know? If you want to make a one-time donation, there's a link down there. PayPal, uh, Akira the Dark. You know, easy. Easy, 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 easy. You can uh, share that link. You can smash that like. You can... Run up on Tom Hanks' Instagram and just write, Meaning Wave exists! You know, you can do that. You can club together with your homies and take out an advert in the local paper. It also says, Meaning Wave exists! You know, you could write this on a placard and go to one of those Balam marches and stand in the middle of them. Meaning Wave exists! And you can join me for a buy five. That's what you can do right now. That's an action you can take right at this moment. You want an action to take? I mean, that's a powerful one. Binding your energies together across space and time. Yes, you are. If you listen to this on the podcast, bless up. Uh, glad to glad to have you here. Uh, hope you're having a wonderful day, whatever it is you're doing. Uh, please do join us for this high five. And uh, if you've got some time, hey, leave us a review in the, the podcast place. Apparently that's helpful. If you leave a review in the podcast place, then other people go, oh, this is worth listening to. And this isn't just nonsense. This is, you know, this is worth my time. Anyway, here we go, baby. I want two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, click, clap, bam, pull back, pull back, cock back. Three, two, one. Hurrah! Get after it, baby. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Mwah.